0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader Podcast. I'm joined today by the lovely Megan from Relevant. Uh, How are you today, Megan?
1: I'm great, Nicola.
0: How are you? Good, good. Today we're going to talk about all things personal branding
1: my favorite topic (laughs)
0: yes your favorite topic something I love to talk about I know we could go on for hours I want to make sure that we're providing value for everyone that's listening now from your expertise when it comes to branding I'd love you to let everyone know what is personal branding and um, what people need to know in regards to their business
1: So personal branding, whether you're in business or you're employed, um, so it doesn't matter whether you're business-minded, career-minded or anything really, it could even be that you're a stay-at-home mum but you want to be on the, have a board position in the school board or whatever, you have a personal brand. Every time you walk out of the door or you post something online and it's basically what people think, feel and say about you and that's based on the information that they can gather about you, so if they're checking you out online, so you're applying for a job or you're applying, um, you know, applying but you put a proposal out to a a potential client, they're going to check you out online. They're on your LinkedIn, they're probably checking out your Facebook, your Instagram, they're seeing where you've worked previously, seeing they're basically checking out your digital footprint. Same with when you walk out the door and you go to a networking event, people are checking you out. You've got seven seconds and they're going, oh, is this person for me or not for me type thing? Mm -hmm. So you're always putting out this information. And what people are deciding is whether they like you. So they're forming thoughts, they're forming feelings, and then they're forming conversation that they will then pass on to someone else, which is good because it's always, uh, whether it's good or bad, what they pass on, at least you're not being forgotten. Um, So just to be conscious that you do have one, whether you're actually being intentional with it or not. And I guess the difference is that you can get swept up. So you start living a life and doing jobs and getting the kind of clients that someone else thinks that you want and thinks is best for you versus when you're intentional with your personal brand, you start creating a life that is actually more true to you, which is much, much easier um, in the long run because you're not acting, et cetera. So it's just basically what people think, feel, and say about you. And believe it or not, if you're not putting information out there, they are going to start making it up anyway.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is a hundred percent. And I know even when I've had interns work with me or looking to employ people, it's just the way it is. The first thing I do is jump online. Uh, I go to their Instagram, their LinkedIn, and their Facebook. So first thing I do, and I just want to see who is this person? You know, what's the sense am I getting from them? Um, are they a big partier? Are they um, someone who looks like they're um, they're authentic to themselves or are they very showy? It's something that, um, because I take my core values in my business very, very um highly so i'm looking to take someone in who has the values that i perceive and as you say if you don't have anything online or you have something that might not really be what you're about i'm going to take that on board and i'm going to make a decision based on what's out there so i mean people can ignore online as much as they want but you're right even if you are somebody that's not doing that as a job your personal brand is still something that people can find online
1: Yeah. And we're always making assumptions. What we don't know, we fill in the blanks and that's probably what's more dangerous. A lot of people think that with personal branding, it's about being internet famous and about gathering as many likes on Instagram and being a Kardashian and, you know, you know, wearing as little as possible online it's totally not when I build someone's personal brand or I help someone build their personal brand and be strategic about it it's about being industry famous it's about being known to the people that actually matter and that's the difference you can go chasing likes on any social media platform you like but unless that converts to actual cash as in it's getting you jobs it's getting you clients or it's getting you opportunities to collaborate or whatever it is that you're looking for it's it's worthless it's just vanity matrix so um yeah. yeah it's just and, to be and, a bit more
0: yeah, that's exactly right isn't it? it it's your authentic self but it, it's about yeah it's your brand it's, it's literally your brand isn't it you are your brand and people are going to make assumptions on what type of person you are so if you're out there and you're it's your story you're, you you're telling your story you're telling your experiences and people will then decide if that's somebody that they want to go on the journey along with and these is this is where podcasts can come in in regards to getting that story across or a lot of people online are now jumping on board with their their story and how a story brand i mean there's lots of yep. books out there about um, building that story in your brand because people will want to go along on a journey with someone that they can either identify with or that they want to be like um, in regards to you know their life and in being inspired and a brand can do that too, can't it?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's why stories are so important, because our brains are programmed to be able to remember our stories. When you hear someone talking about facts and figures, sometimes if there's like massive, you know, like 90% of people have all got COVID in my hometown, then you go, wow, that's a big stat, and I'm going to remember that. But generally speaking, stats and numbers, they just they disappear, they fleet, we just know whether it was big or not, but we forget about it. Stories and how people make us feel. That's what we remember. You know, you, you go back to cave days. They were drawing pictures and stories within caves. Look at Egyptians and all the stories that they have around the place. That's just as people we are programmed to um, understand and remember stories and that's why they're so important because not everyone will remember your story because it doesn't resonate with them. They just don't care. It's just not something that's relevant to them, relatable, whatever. That's fine. But the more you tell your story and the more people that you put offside the more space there is for the people who actually need you and the people who really resonate with that story and that you can help and that you can become an employee of or they can become a client or you can collaborate with, there's more room for them to see you because you've got rid of all the people that just aren't interested. When you're trying to, and you know this as well in all marketing, when you try and please everyone, you please no one because you're wishy-washy, you really have got to take a stance on one side of the fence, be as authentic to yourself and not be worried about who does doesn't like you because believe me there's plenty of people like that they're just the sooner you get rid of them and the sooner that you put them off the sooner you get right in front of the people that matter
0: yeah and, and i mean that's basically what's behind the algorithm it's about what people will want to see and if you are what they will want to see you will stand out because you are being authentic and people as you say i mean unfollows are probably the best things you can get because it means that your algorithm is becoming a lot more authentic to your true story uh, because people are going to jump on or off and realise you are or aren't for them. And if you have a stand on a certain um, story or a position that is true to you, then people will follow that journey. And and that's definitely now we're seeing that more with Instagram stories being so huge as opposed to a feed, which was much more curated. People were starting to get off that curated look because everyone was creating it. Whereas now stories, people like to see what are you doing? What does your day look like? What, what is really happening in your world? And is that I'm not alone is what people like to see now. They don't want to be thinking they're the only person going through something. Yeah. percent. Tell me with your, um, your offline and your online, um, persona, do they need to be the same or does it need to be different? How do you, how do you work that through with your clients?
1: they need to be the same because you are just one person we all have different versions of ourselves depending if we're with clients or with our boss or with our friends and family or with our kids or pets you know there's a different version of us and that's totally fine that doesn't mean that you're not true every time you turn up somewhere it just means that a different part of you is more a light I guess at that certain time and you know where if you're looking at LinkedIn that's your professional network then yeah everything that you do offline professionally you want to take that online you're at a networking event or you've just closed a really big project that you know is massive and there's some benefits for other people to see what you've done or you've got some wins for your clients celebrate your clients wins etc but bring all of that online because you go to a networking event and unless you're the person who's actually speaking you can't actually get in front of every person there you were lucky if you can maybe talk to five to 10 people properly, like an actual conversation where you can actually remember something about the person, follow up with them, et cetera. So there's 10 people maximum that you've probably touched in some way yeah. if you bring that online and use the hashtags and you geotag that you were there as well no matter what platform it is you're going to find other people who were also there they'll all of a sudden start the conversation or end up in your dms because they're like oh i was also there what did you think of such and such so there you've made a connection that was sitting the other side of the room that you would never have otherwise made so now maybe you're in front of 100 people so you've changed that networking event from you know networking technically with 10 people to maybe 100 people and that's the difference it also starts showing you know what are you interested in if you're going to events that are always similar then it says oh well you're in that industry or that's what you're passionate about um it doesn't mean you have to put everything online I'm not a big um, you know, believer in like personal branding. We've talked about the Kardashians quickly earlier. You know, I'm not a big believer in putting absolutely everything online. I'm a big believer in putting what you think is important online. And you've also got to remember everyone's putting the highlight reels. There's very few people that are putting the, the lows on there as well, but you're definitely gonna reach a much greater audience if you bring that online. But yeah, same person online, offline, because if not, one of them's going to be an actor, because it's really hard to have these two personalities.
0: That's it. And it's not, we're not asking people to overshare because a lot of people were like, well, my personal life's private and it certainly can be, but it's about showing up as your real self on whichever platform you are. And I remember just last week, I put a video up onto LinkedIn about how I'd said no to a big client that I'd worked with prior on a big marketing project, because it wasn't aligned um, anymore with really who or what my business was about. And I just wanted people to know that, you know, sometimes when you stand true to your core values, you're you're saying something without really saying something. You're really showing how you stand up for what you believe in. And that was one of the ones that got the most interaction and the most views because people could read, they could... see that in themselves and 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 how times they've taken on clients they didn't want to or they're like it could have inspired someone to say yeah that's right I'm not about that anymore so I think those sorts of things are where people can can really get into the your your story and and really from your experiences take and learn new things and I think that's what I find the most out of um Uh, online presence from people that I'm interested in is the learning and the the taking from what they might've experienced and what I can gain from that. And I think that's why social media has the biggest benefit for, for me anyway, in regards to work and personal, you learn things that you can bring into your own world and your own brand from other people.
1: Yeah, and people are always watching, you know, we talked about vanity matrix earlier, if you're on Instagram, etc, you're chasing a lot of the double clicks and give me as many likes as possible. Uh, Different platforms like LinkedIn, they're very passive. You know I can have a post that goes up and it maybe has 10 likes on it but I've had like two or three thousand views on the back end and I'll have some dms about it or I go to an event and someone will say oh I saw that post about you know whatever it was and that's what actually matters because again a thousand likes on something on Instagram doesn't get me any clients doesn't get me anything they're just scrolling and people are quite mindless on there just double tap and scroll past and that's fine like you said stories that's why stories are so popular now because we dip in and out of the ones we actually care about and we're actually consuming that and um, you know that's where I think LinkedIn has quite a bit of magic at the moment because you've got so many passive users they're they're consuming that content but they're not creating it themselves so it's very passive but it's actually working and it's converting and you're right those personal stories you know they're actually massive they're the ones that do get you the wins because people are always having a look and they're just trying to work out how is it that you can help me because we're all self-interested as much as we talk about helping others and we do want to help others because you're the same as me I get a real buzz when I do help a client and we get some real good wins but that's also selfish because it feels good for me so it's a win for everyone, but that person is looking at me the same way as your clients are looking at you going, but how can you help me? What is it you're going to do? Oh, you're going to get me more visible. So that means that you're going to get me this opportunity. You know, we've got goals in mind. Everyone does. That's why we work with different people. So yeah, we just, just be really conscious about what you put out because people are consuming it. But if you put stuff out that is you know, we talk about content pillars in marketing, it's the exact same with your personal brand. You have to have three or four things that you talk about continually. And one of those things can be quite personal. For me, it's gin. You know, on Instagram, I've always been quite happy to talk about gin. On a Friday, I post a picture about my favorite gin, etc. And I was really hesitant to put that on LinkedIn for a while. It's now part of my bio. And I can tell you that probably about, oh, seven out of 10 people who connect with me will make a comment about gin. They will say, oh, I love gin too. Have you tried this one? Have you um, done this? What's your favorite one? Etc. It starts the conversation because it's human. It's real. Whereas if if it's just about your job and it's just like professional, well, there's a hundred marketers out there. There's a hundred accountants, a hundred lawyers, like you're just in the mix. So you need to have something that is a little bit personal without giving away your whole life. You don't have Mm -hmm. to have hundred percent of you on there just enough so that people can see this is a real human just like me (laughs) oh that is
0: that is so true because i've noticed since um the past well probably year or so of instagram i've been sending out a personal message when people follow but not a, hey, come work with me, whatever, whatever. It's, hey, thanks for the follow. I'm Nicola. This is what I've, um, I'm about. Um, I've got my, my team. We love helping small businesses. Here's five things you might not know about me. You know, yeah. I'm a... Um, poor rent to you know to whippets um i you know love reality tv i'm allergic to exercise it's a thing and um the amount of comments i've got from people saying oh my god i can't believe you're allergic to exercise exercise is great i'm like it was a joke but yes i am and then the other ones about oh my god i've got whippets too i've got greyhounds oh my god and then you yep. send pictures of your dogs and then the next thing you know you're working together yep the biggest one I get is when I say I'm a fan of reality TV, which I am, it's my guilty pleasure as most people, the amount of people I've connected with and ended up working with, because we've had a conversation about which one do you love? Yep. Just from that one thing, oh my God, I love maths. Which one do you love? And I'm like, I love teen mum too. Oh my God, how bad is that? And they're like, oh my God, I love, you know, the housewives of Orange County. And the next thing you know, you're having a conversation Um you know, and you're building that trust because people are realizing and the amount of people that have said, oh my God, it's so nice to talk to a real person. Yep. Instead of getting an automated response, which is fine too. Mine is not automated, but it is a response I craft, but responding straight back. that's when I get those conversations happening. People are like, oh, my God, you're a real person? I didn't think you'd actually respond. So, (laughs) you know, those sorts of things people need to realise too, that people are looking for connection. And if you're providing like your gin, and I've got a girl, um, Katie that works with me, loves gin. And, you know, you need to have mine is my dogs and my reality TV and my aversion to exercise. So people tend to, it triggers them in ways they have to comment. And I find that that's interesting.
1: And it stimulates debate because I hate reality TV. So I would be saying to you, I hate that. Why are you watching that? You need to be watching MacGyver. It's hilarious. And you'd be like, no, I'm not interested. And this is what I mean
0: because people will. And with the exercise thing, I put that in as a joke because people who know me know me, I try and I fail and I try and I fail. So I'm literally (laughs) allergic to it. The amount of people that are triggered by that and they would tell me, oh my God, I can't believe you don't like exercise. I love it. And I'm like, I can't believe you're talking to me about this, but okay, let's have a conversation about exercise. And you'll get to know that I have a sense of humor and they're like, I get it. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then we're, you know, so people need to realize it is about a personality and your brand becomes your personality and having um, things that people can identify with, or even debate. You're right. If you have a view on something, like Mm -hmm. I had the view on saying no to that client, I had responses. Well, not everyone can say no. And I'm saying, yeah, but everyone has a choice. So you, you have a choice to make that decision. And my choice is that I would stand by my values. Other people may make a choice, but you have a choice. And so you do
1: have that discussion and it's open. But it depends. That's important. Yeah, but it also depends what stage in business you're in because yeah. as far as I'm concerned with personal branding, it's very much about finding your niche, finding what it is you're interested in. It doesn't have to be forever. You're more than, you know, you can pivot, you can change, you, things change. You're a real human and you know what, you're probably going to be working for 40 plus years. If you're going to be the same person for 40 years, then something's gone wrong. There's, you've not had much of a life. You know, we change and that is totally okay. But if, if you're at the beginning, you shouldn't niche down too soon because you don't know what you don't like. You've got to really hate things and know how bad things were to know that there's something else that you want. I remember, um, I got this job as a dish hand when I was like 13 or 14. And it was in this little restaurant that my mom used to go to quite a bit. And she said, oh, Megan needs a job. And then, you know, they put me in the kitchen. And I was cleaning dishes and stuff. And I remember coming home and sitting on the couch and like being nearly in tears and be like, I didn't even know this job existed. I was so upset that there was some poor person in the back of every restaurant cleaning these dishes. How I thought it happened, I don't know. But I sure as hell didn't want to do that when I grew up. So I know that I hate that. And, you know, so you've got to know and try lots of different things. When you're younger, you start a new business. Of course, you don't have the luxury to say no to a a client because, you know, you're worried about revenue. You're worried about surviving. But as you develop in your business and you know what you will and won't put up with, then yeah, of course, you have to because there's so much more strength in your yes when you use your no and i just yeah, think that that's, that's super exactly important right. and
0: i mean as i said in the um post that i put up having worked with this client multiple times i came to that conclusion yep. that a no was better for my business and my energy and my mental so, health like you said yeah. you have to go through it <laughs> to understand how draining this sort of client can be on your energy. Cause when you're young, Oh, it's all about, I'm going to build it. I'm going to build it. I'm going to build it. You take on everyone, you deal with it. Then you get to a stage in business where you need to put those boundaries in place because your energy is so important and you only want to give your energy to people who really, really deserve it and light you up. And I think that's what, um, listening to multiple people can bring you on that journey of 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 taking in all those experiences and getting to a point in your business where you can sit down and make those um points and like i say to my clients because we do lots of work on your why and um you know your vision mission and values because i find only from then can you really set in place your business direction and your marketing and your voice, because unless you understand why you started your business and where you want to get to and how you're going to get there, everything you're saying is not really relevant unless you understand it and you have a point of view and a voice. So I think it's really important for people to understand that. And you're so right. It's not something you can do at the beginning of your business, but something in those first 10 years you need to work towards. And that's what I try and do with my clients in regards to understanding it and making sure the content you're putting out there is in line with what you stand for.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's super important. And, you know, that's why I love personal branding, because the more you lean into who you are and you start building and you actually become quite intentional with building a personal brand, people just don't bother you with you know, different opportunities that you know that you have to say no to because half the time it's really awkward. How do I say no to this person without offending them? They stop turning up because people are so clear on what it is that you do and don't do because you've been really clear about it. You know, that saying uh, your network is your net worth. Well, it's only your net worth if your network knows what you do. If not, it's worthless. It's just people, they know your name, but what do you what can they throw your way because they've got no idea what you really do so yeah yeah, just being crystal clear about who you are and what you do and who you do it for it just it it saves you so much time in the long run (laughs) yeah and I mean and and that's what that's what
0: I'm I was sort of getting to in that post I put up Hmm. be really really strong with your energy because it it you know, when it comes to mental health and it comes to your health and it comes to your family, the more that you're putting out there, like you're saying, trying to be everything to everyone, the more overwhelmed you're getting yeah. the more um, disillusioned you get with your business, the more uncertain that you're actually making an impact. Whereas if you're really certain on what it is you're doing in regards to your why, not your product offering or whatever your actual why why you're doing it people will gravitate to that because they can see that and i just want people to understand that because it is so very important and when i finally got on top of that in myself you, you do realize that yeah you might have been putting people off but then it wasn't the people you really wanted to begin with so it saves all that time of those discovery calls when you realize no we're not really a match You're really getting people who, and people are stalkers. We know what they're like. They stalk you for two years before they usually even take you on because a lot of the time they want to really understand it. And then there's times I get emails from people I've been following for two years and it all of a sudden hits me at a time in my business when I need it, what it is they they have. And I've been following their journey. I know they're exactly the person I need. So yeah, definitely of starting out in business might not be ready for me in my intents with the why vision did it, but then maybe five years in, they might need more direction and they'll go, Oh, sure. she does that. And I really liked what she had to say and they'll come back. And I think that's where your branding, like you say, your personal branding is about really knowing who you are, being authentic to that and having all of that out there. So that when people are ready, they're ready and they know who you are and that they can trust you. I think that's important. Um, now I want to know what are, um, some of the key um, takeaways that people can, can start uh, working on themselves when it comes to their personal branding from your experience.
1: First of all, have a look at your digital footprint, you know, Google your name, what comes up, look in the images, look around the place, see what actually pops up, what are other people seeing when they Google you, Um, especially the images, because they might be pulling some pictures from some uni days that you perhaps don't want anyone to see anymore. Find the source of these pictures and then either take them down or hide them, make them private so that, you know, potential clients or potential employers don't see them. Um, Be more kind of, I guess, intentional with your footprint as well to make sure that the right stuff is um, coming up make sure that it's all coded so that you know Megan McNeil is behind these images, if it's on websites or if it's on social media, because you want to be the first person to turn up if someone is looking you up. You don't want there to be any confusion with someone else with a similar name. Um, which Nicola, you're quite lucky because there's no one else with your your name, if, as long as they spell it right. And mm. um, you know, so be a little bit more conscious about what people are actually seeing. What are other people seeing of you? And um, make sure that you've got a great profile picture on all your social media channels, and it's the same one if possible, mm. because it's a confused mind just kind of goes, "Nah, don't don't know what to do here." So a, a similar picture is fine, but if it's one where you've got you know a short blonde bob in one profile and then you've got long brown hair in another, yes, it might still be you, but it's a little bit confusing for people. I just talk about LinkedIn, especially, um, same as an online dating app. You know, you don't want nobody wants to feel duped. Nobody wants to turn up in that Zoom meeting or a coffee meeting, and it be a person that turns up that they're not expecting because it's still relationship building maybe not romantically and they don't have to be attracted to you and um, it's very much you don't need to worry about that but it's just that feeling of oh it's the right person that showed up because we don't like to feel silly so good headshot make sure it's, it's you there's no props, props in there there's no other people again dating app how often if you're on one you swipe left and um, I'm happily married by the way just but you know just as a great example you know you swipe left because there's 10 boys in there because you're like well which one are you I don't want to mm-hmm. end up with the the So, you know, make sure it's just you just be really conscious about what people are seeing of you online, because nowadays that's actually what they see first. Like you and I, Nicola, we're part of the same networking group, but we only know each other online. And if we had turned up here today and I didn't look like the person you expected yes we'd get chatting because we're both very chatty and it'd probably be fine but there would be that kind of awkwardness to start with if you're looking to sell anything whether it's your yourself your products your services it just puts you on the back foot so try and make it as easy as possible for people to want to work with you to trust you because you know it's super hard to try and build up that trust but oh my god it's so easy to just lose it. Oh isn't it and and what I
0: find also at some networking events or or even um, people I've worked with in the past I see them online and I get a sense of who they are and I get excited to meet them yep. and sometimes they're completely different oh. and that's really confusing because yep. I'm who I am and you'll get what you get so I'm like hey you know I saw you online the thing and they will go yeah and I go oh okay I look I thought we might have a bit more conversation, but that's okay. And I, I feel really off. I feel off put because I see them on stories and I see them, you know, on their content. And I think, wow, they're, they're, they're just like me. They're like, you know, so I, I'm in a networking event. Hey, how you doing? You know? And I look like a freak because I'm like, ah, you know, and they're like, oh and i was oh my god and then it's really awkward i stand there and i go oh okay i don't really know you then and so that's i think what what i find anyway that if you are who you are be who you are if you're quiet you're quiet don't try and be something you're not just to make it look like you're whoever because it's really off-putting when people see you in real life or a discovery call or something if they get a different vibe than what they get online.
1: Oh, So yeah I couldn't agree more with that because there's nothing wrong if you're an extrovert versus an introvert because a lot of people are like well I'm introverted so I can't possibly build my personal brand it's too hard for me to get myself out there. It doesn't matter you can go to a networking event and talk to two or three people and make some really good connections whereas someone who's extroverted might have spoken to half the room but they've met nobody yeah everybody's heard them but nobody's really met them and it's the same online and if you because there's someone for everyone and you know you and i are both quite loud and we like to speak and you know we are quite bubbly for some people that's really intimidating so we would you know we'd put them off that's totally fine because there's someone who can do an equally a good job as you and I at what we do, but they're a bit quieter, they're a bit more mellow and they'll get the job done too, but they're going to be way more comfortable with that person. And that's why with your personal brand, you get the person you actually need and want that's going to help you because yeah. you shouldn't, you know, especially with services, so, you know, we provide services. You need someone that you trust, someone that you yeah enjoy working with
0: and and like you said some people just need some people on their own energy level yep some people just need someone to be quiet and walk them through it and a hundred percent all for that some people need that energy to lift them yep and if that's you well then hey you're going to get it from us but it you know some people need that but then again i too need that I yep. want to work with someone who's in for, for the journey and ready to, to take it all on. If, if they're feeling it's not for them, well, it's not going to work anyway. No. So you're right. You, you, and that's why I think stories and I think LinkedIn, I think video is so important now in yes. particular because three minutes a day, if you can even do that, um, if it's live or it's just a recording that you pop up on your stories or IGTV, it's so important because I think people now expect that and they want to see and it doesn't have to be all consuming and it doesn't have to be over the top it just needs to be you chatting i've seen that many people that are really introverted but i've really enjoyed their stories and and i've really learned things from them because of their story not the fact that they're over the top but just listening to them so it doesn't have to be an extrovert thing it needs to be an authentic thing if you are an extrovert be who you are but if you're an introvert at least talk and share your story people still want to hear it it's not not that they want to, you know, um, make a judgment of you. They want to hear your story.
1: Yeah. And you know what? If people aren't interested, they just they disappear. So it doesn't really matter. You've just got to believe that the people who are watching it are actually interested, really need to hear it or they're curious. You know, there might be a lot of people who are on there judging you and are a little bit curious and stuff like that. Again, that's fine. It means you're doing the right thing if you're if you're getting some sort of traction and noticed like that. So I think that's fine. But yeah, you're so right. Video is the best thing that we can possibly do. And with the cameras that we have now on our phones, there's no excuse. We don't need to get a full film production. Even like what we've got here on Zoom. And my camera's not the best here on Zoom, but you can still see me. You can see the way I move. You get a 360 of me. Like nothing will ever beat face to face. And the next best is being on stage. But after that, you can literally do it from anywhere, you can speak to everyone from anywhere. And I think it's
0: amazing, like even in my um, shopping center experiences before all of this, I mean, you could do a press ad or something and like it never gave you the experience. Now when we do events online and we go live and we do mm-hmm. IGTVs of it and you, you just, the experiences yeah. are just brought to you. And the video editing, you can do an in-shot on your phone in front of the yeah. TV is insane. I just there's no excuse now that's the thing and i think it's they recommend even if it, like i said just three minutes a day show up somewhere three minutes a day if you can do that to start with you're on your way
1: oh three yeah minutes.
0: i mean i know like lala from lala for business just decided to do the coffee chat in the morning while she's making her coffee she just puts it up on the thing talks to you for three minutes done because she's busy she doesn't need to be on there all day i mean some of us like us we do podcasts and recordings well yeah we'll be on there more but you can still show up so my recommendation is show up however that is for you show up um but yeah and in regards to crafting that that's where something um along the lines of what you do in your online trainings and your personal one-on-ones can give you that confidence that what you're doing is is you know some people just need to know that what they're doing is on the right track and that's where a coach or some sort of online training can come in in that regard so um let me know where can everyone find you if they want to get involved in more um linkedin stuff or more personal training marketing um you know sorry personal brand training um where's the best place to find you
1: you can get me on my website, it's just relevantbusiness.com.au. You can get me on Instagram, relevant Megan, and then on LinkedIn, just Megan McNeil, my name. And yeah, I mean, you can get me on emails wherever you want to message me, I'll normally answer because I'm, and a especially like-
0: if you talk about Gin or if you come with Gin,
1: that oh, yes.
0: might even be. A better choice. Uh, so, and any memes about gin, just anything like that. If you want to have one of those conversations, like people do with me about reality TV, just DM Megan with gin, and that conversation will be starting.
1: But not that I'm a psychopath, because enough people have sent me the the report that gin drinkers are psychopaths. So I'm. I'm well, I hear that yes. I gin is my least favorite drink.
0: But then I went to a um, friend's place who makes gin and my gosh homemade uh, gin is the bomb and it's changed me so um there you go if you can find someone who makes perfect homemade gin um, i'm all there but other gin yeah i'm getting there but not there welcome yet. to
1: the dark side i know
0: i'm getting there so you watch it'll turn um well it's been awesome talking to you megan it's just been lovely to chat what we love which is just trying to get people to be their authentic self and show up online and and my way from trying to help them with their their you know their why and 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 how to show up as that and you providing the tools in in how to make that happen in a way across all platforms uh i just think between that i mean you've got um resources online i've got resources online they can see you every day online and same with me so um for all the stalkers out there stalk the the heavens out of us if you want but um you'll find we're just like this there's not much difference and that's what we'd like to see from you just be yourself and we'd love to follow you um so thank you so much for today and um go and check megan out online and if you need anything personal branding or linkedin she's the queen so um thanks again for
1: being here today and we'll see you online thanks nicola see ya